the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 15th chapter. Now the tax collectors and sinners were all drawing near to hear Jesus. And the Pharisees and the scribes grumbled, saying, This man receives sinners and eats with them. So he told them this parable. What man of you, having a hundred sheep, if he has lost one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the open country and go after the one that is lost until he finds it? And when he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders rejoicing. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and his neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep that was lost. Just so, I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine righteous persons who need no repentance. Or what woman, having ten silver coins, if she loses one coin, does not light a lamp and sweep the house and seek diligently until she finds it? And when she has found it, she calls together her friends and neighbors, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the coin that I had lost. Just so, I tell you, there is joy before the angels of God over one sinner who repents. This is the gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. amen. As a father, I have made Morton Arboretum open the children's garden after it was closed in order to find a small stuffed animal named Rolfie. I've also walked up and down the prairie path at midnight looking for a small stuffed doll named Rosie. And I can't tell you how many times I've gone downstairs in the basement, the kitchen, the living room, other bedrooms, outside in the car, to find a lamb blanket and a small pillow. Every time is serious business. Because my children, not me, have loved these things. I, of course, love them because my children love them. And every time I have found them, there has been great joy in our house. Not just for my children, but even for me and Holly. Love produces joy through finding and for being found. This happens in both of Jesus' parables today. And the value of the things searched for was not based on the things themselves, but based on the love of the one finding. In the first parable, gaining 100 or gaining 1% of your flock is not worth losing 99% of your flock. And with respect to that one sheep, the herding instinct is so strong that if one ventures off from the flock, it's because they're sick. 
The shepherd doesn't search for the one because it is economically valuable. But there's another reason. The same is for the woman searching for the lost coin. This woman is somewhat wealthy for the ancient Near East. First of all, she has 10 silver coins lying around. But most importantly, she has a house, which isn't always the case in the ancient Near East. For her, losing one coin isn't going to ruin her. It's not going to bankrupt her. Also, since she has a house, in the ancient Near East, you had people who tended to the house, who, of course, would then search for her. But this isn't what happens. Not only does she search for a coin that she doesn't really need, she searches it for herself. For the first listeners of Jesus' parables, they would wonder whether those things were worth all the risk and effort to find. But in both circumstances, the things searched for were for reasons other than economic worth or for reasons other than what the world would consider valuable. It was because of love. And the result of finding something you love is always joy. The Miraculous Journey of Edward Tulane is a children's novel by the author Kate DiCamillo. It's a beautiful story, and there might be a spoiler alert here. But it is a beautiful story about being found by someone who loves you. The main character is a toy china rabbit named Edward, who is loved by a young girl named Abilene. Even though Edward is greatly loved by Abilene, he is self-centered and self-absorbed. So he's not very likable at first. In a strange accident, Edward is lost overboard the Queen Mary and spends months at the bottom of the ocean. He's eventually caught by a fisherman who is just the first in a long line of new owners. And each owner teaches Edward something about being loved and about loving in return. Then after decades, precisely 30 years, of wandering from trash heaps to sheds to diners to train cars and shacks, and he, his head breaks. And he's given to a toy restorer who owns a toy store. Once his cracks are fixed, He's ready to be loved and to fully love. But no one comes for him. 
He sits alone on the shelf at the toy store for a long time until a miracle happens. One day, a young girl named Maggie comes and picks him up as if she was looking specifically for him. Edward is found. But there's even more joy. The joy begins when Maggie shows him to her mother, who turns out to be Abilene, who's wearing a part of Edward, his outfit, around her neck, close to her heart, who's loved Edward so much. Once Edward is found, of course, there is great joy, not only for Edward, but for Abilene and for Maggie, and of course, for you, the reader. Today's parables show Jesus will find everyone who is lost because of his love, not because of how great they are. See, my children have plenty of other stuffed animals. Or, rather than spending all that time and effort looking for them, I could have found the same kind of stuffed animal just to replace their lost ones. But we all know that would never bring joy. Those $10 toys are priceless because they have been loved by my children. The love they are loved with makes them worth finding. See, everyone is lost in the Gospel reading. The Pharisees, the scribes, the tax collectors, the sinners, and us reading the Gospel reading. We are all either a lost sheep or a lost coin. And none of us are worth being loved because of what we've done in life. Everyone's broken. Everyone's self-absorbed. None of us are perfect because we are sinners. But the very thing that the Pharisees are mad about is the very thing that will save them and heal them. See, when Jesus welcomes sinners, he welcomes them by bringing them close to his heart. The Greek word there actually means embracing. It's the heart of Jesus that will expose our selfishness, but it's the heart of Jesus that will mend our brokenness and forgive our sins and give us joy. This means that everyone in the Gospel reading is lovable. They are worth finding because they are loved so much by Jesus. So Jesus is talking to you. Jesus is searching for you. And when you are lost, have no fear, because he promises that you will be found. In fact, today, Jesus is telling you that you are found. He's here today. And now is the time to follow him back into the life that's characterized 
by the joy of being found. Jesus looks for everyone. The Pharisee types, those that are self-centered, self-absorbed, and the tax collector types, the, the broken, the outcast. And Jesus will search everywhere. He even looks for people in death when he hangs on the cross. This is how far the love of Jesus will go for you. And the resurrection, the resurrection is Jesus bringing all of us lost ones back into the flock of life, the joyful life. The reason why there is more joy in heaven and more joy on earth when one repents, when one follows Jesus into the joyful resurrection life, is because there's just simply more people. It's 99 plus one. It's nine plus one, plus one, plus one, plus one. So there always is more joy. And joy is the proper response of being found. And everyone in here today is found by Jesus. So our challenge is then, our calling is to be embraced by Jesus, to not grumble about it, but rather live each day in the joy of being loved by God. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. amen.